Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, where we shine a light on innovators, brands, and the culture. Be inspired because we always want you to remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I am Amira Sane, the CEO of VAS Media, and today you are in for a treat. I know I say that every episode because it's a treat to me. Let me tell you something. I woke up like this, so I'm, I'm feeling all kind of good. Uh, but seriously, since the show has launched every week, for the most part, with a few exceptions due to life being life, we've had a new episode every Tuesday. And for that, I'm truly grateful. I'm grateful for all of you who have listened. But because you have listened and you've answered my polls on IG, we are doing something different. Brunch and Slay is expanding and we are now doing more than one episode a week. I'm going to pause for the claps. That's my like studio sound. <laughs> I know y'all, y'all like that, right? You like that? I got more where that came from. But seriously, every week we're doing different series now. We're exposing different folks. And I'm doing that because as you guys have noticed in my post, I've just been saying a lot how we're evolving. And the truth is I'm evolving. I am not the same woman I was in 2016 when I launched Brunch and Slay and nor is the brand. And for that, I'm thankful. So because of that, one of the things we'll also be doing is bringing back folks who've been on the show and let's catch up with them. Where are they now? What are they doing? Uh, Talking about hot topics, having different folks on the show who give me life so we can talk. When I say hot topics, I'm talking about positive things that are maybe on trend or in our culture that should be talked about or things I've been wanting to talk about. So I'm not in any way trying to become anything that we are not. We are evolving. It's an evolution. And that's where we are right now. So what you can expect is lots of laughter, real talk, and of course, more fun and more building and winning as a community. So today I'm bringing back a past guest who just so happens to be my friend of over 20 years. So you already know you're going to hear a lot of kikiing and giggling. Uh, She is just a, a, a true gem. She is a educator, a speaker, an author of what, three, four books now? Probably six. She's probably sleeping on a couple for all I know, because that's just how she rolls. Uh, she is just um, a real, a gem. I don't know what else to say because she gives me life. And her name is Miss Charlie Marcos. So help me welcome her. I'm going to do my old school. If you're over 37, you know this. <laughs> Gave you my little love, Joan Spin. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Miss Charlie Marco. Hey, Charlie. Hey, how are you? I got to say, hello, world. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to Charlie's podcast, you already know where I got that from. So I had to kind of rim her a little bit. Hey, girl, how you doing? All is well in my book. I really can't complain because complaining doesn't make it any better. So, you know, you just accept the bitter with the sweet and take it and grow from it and just get better. That's right. So, I mean, every day, every day I'm growing, not hustling, not struggling. I'm growing. And I truly have been 
man, Charlie and I have, we have some real talks, y'all, like some real talks. And I think both of us for the last probably, I would say 13 to 14 months have been like being thrown in the fire, right? You baptized, you know, <laughs> dropped in, you, you name it, you, you name it, yeah. Yeah, but it's a good thing because I think we're on the other side, right? It's like this, uh, and, and I don't complain about those moments because the thing is, most of the time when you're in something, you don't even really realize how deep you're into it. And I think that's called grace. Mm-hmm. Grace will protect you from knowing that you are in a deep shit. <laughs> It really will. And uh, I thank God for grace because that makes me me. Every time I come through, I look, I can look back and say, girl, you were crazy or you, you, you had a moment, but I'm glad it happens because I won't get to wherever the next level is without those moments. So it's next level time. It's time to level up, level up, right? Level up. Yes. So I brought Charlie back because number one, I love talking to her and her energy is everything. And I wanted to talk about just some things that are happening in our world and get somebody's perspective. Because a lot of times when I do solo shows, I really wish I had somebody on the other end of the line who could co-sign or say, girl, no, stop, Amira, that's ridiculous. You're going too far, whatever the case may be. Um, So I thought Charlie would be a good person to do that. Number one, because she's a chatty Kathy like me. Mm -hmm. And number two, because she is really a a girl's girl, just like I am. And she believes in everything that we stand for. So I knew that she would not misinterpret or mislead anybody who's listened to today's show. So, Charlie. I'm here. (laughs) You know, there's, and and this is not a funny, this is not a laughing matter. What I want to talk about right now is, you know, it is June when I'm, when we're recording this, it's Pride Month. And I'm here in Dallas. Charlie's in the H. Charlie's from Dallas, and um, this month, well, basically June 1st, which was just a few days ago, Dallas had its third trans person murdered, Mm -hmm. and uh, literally seeing that in my timeline, like Dallas doesn't really make national news very often, and this is not some, this is not a a good reason to make national news. It's very sad, and you know, I think I don't even know where to start with this. I mean, Charlie, what are your thoughts? So everybody's life matters. Um, You know, we say Black lives matter. We say this lives matter. But honestly, everybody's lives matter. And one thing about it is, you know, who are we to judge about a personal decision? I truly believe that some people are actually born that way. Being in the education system, I actually get to see how children are actually interacting with each other. And some actions say that I came to earth this way. So some people can't choose how they are. They were actually born that way. So when you decide to take someone's life because you don't agree, who are you? You are not the judge and you're not the jury. And that is so heartbreaking because at the end of the day that was somebody's child that was somebody's brother that was somebody's best friend that was somebody you you know what i mean that was somebody's tiki partner and you know that was somebody's go-to a shoulder and so you're thinking about yourself you know um when you read those cases they're very uh heinous crimes because usually it was something how they interacted with that individual 
right? Um, like you think about the Matthew Shepard case, if you remember that when we were in college, you know, the guy said he made a pass at him. Well, so what? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're not that way. And so people take offense to that and just take matters in their own hand. And for that, that's so, that's so wrong. You know, I'm disgusted. I'm going to be real because I think people need to get out of their own feelings. Mm -hmm. I think that it's so fucking disrespectful to be worried about what somebody else is doing. I don't care. I don't, I don't think it's a choice. Nobody chooses to be full, have a life full of adversity. I'm going to tell you that. Real talk. I, I am an advocate for people to live their best life, whatever their life may be. And I think that, and, and I'm going to say the names because I did some research, Chanel Lindsay and Malaysia Booker, and there is one other uh, trans person who was killed in October here in Dallas. I don't know why. I'm not going to presume to know why these people's lives were taken. I don't know if it was hate. I don't know if it was uh, a bad business deal. I don't know. I'm not going to presume that. All I know is that a lot of times, unfortunately, in our society, people don't pay attention until the worst thing happens. So all I can pray is that now that these two young ladies, or these three young ladies are gone, that people will start to speak up, that maybe some deals will be passed, maybe folks will pay attention, that their deaths, their lives will not be in vain. They will be poster children for a new movement and a new tolerance. And that's my biggest thing. When I say tolerance, I, I used to hear people say tolerance, like religious tolerance, cultural tolerance, and it would really irk me. You know what I mean? Because toler tolerating something to me is like, uh, I'll tolerate him or I'll tolerate her. It's like you're just doing them a favor. Now I see tolerance as understanding and respecting boundaries without putting your judgment on anyone else, you know? Yeah, yeah. Truthfully, because, you know, it's, it, I, I think out of all the sins, we tend to judge that one the hardest, which is so unfair, you know, because gluttony is a sin, overspending is a sin, greed is a sin, you know what I mean? Like, it's a thousand sins that many of us commit, but we're quick to point the finger, do judging eyes, make, you know, ugly, passive aggressive comments due to, you know, the, 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 you know, decision that they've made. But what if he turned around or she turned around and did the same thing to me and say, you know, well, I think you're a whore. You know, but we're, we're quick to fight behind that. So you gotta be very careful on how you, you know, treat people and even how you tolerate them. Because again, that's a little bit, a little bit on the judgmental side. When you say- A little bit, it's every bit of the judgmental side. I mean, I'm glad you brought that point up because I think especially in the African-American community, everything is like, especially if you have a cornerstone of the church and you believe everything that the preacher says on Sunday, which half of y'all need to stop believing everything they say because you see them on the news more than you see anybody else. But that's a whole nother topic. Um, I think that in our community, for some reason, we just love to cast stones on mm -hmm. people from having babies out of wedlock to anything, anything that makes you feel superior. And I think part of that is human nature. I really do. I think that there's nothing new under the sun, but I also think that we have to free our mind. So one of the things that really triggered this conversation, just to let you guys listen, though, because I know you probably never heard a bunch of like go this far into things that are controversial. I believe everybody should be able to voice their opinion in a respectful way. So I respect everybody's, well, I'm not going to say that. I don't respect everybody's belief because if you believe in hate, get the hell up. Don't even listen to this anymore. Unsubscribe. But um, one of the things that I saw today in my timeline 
was there was a pride parade and a whole church made all these signs and they went out to the pride parade and they stood on the sidelines and they cheered. The signs were saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for judging you. I'm sorry for condemning you. I'm sorry for giving not understanding that you were just living your life in this imperfect world, just like me. And that really spoke to me because I thought that's tolerance. Mm -hmm. That's how you stop hate. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, God loves us all. And if we really are practicing forgiveness, um, love, um, you know, those fruits of the spirit, patience, um, you really have to operate from a place of a loving heart. If you're doing what Christ has charged, you know, Christians to do, you know, um, you love all, you forgive all, you accept all. Um, And when you think about that, you have no choice but to say, I'm sorry. Mm, Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know, this is of course going, I wanted to go everywhere, but, I think about tolerance and I had an experience. So let's talk about real life, Charlie. So in a nutshell, my daughter has always gone to religious private schools, basically, since she started school. And uh, recently she had an event at her school. I went and a parent gave a teacher there a gift. And the parent was a Hindu parent. The school my daughter attended was a Christian school. And the Hindu, it was a, it was a cultural gift that she gave to the teacher and I'm watching this and the teacher's like, what is this? And the person explained what the gift was and what it meant in their culture. And I could see from this woman's face that she was not even going to try to see where the Hindu giver was coming from. She Mm -hmm. didn't even, she literally stonewalled her and was like, thanks. Right. And in passing, maybe two or three days later, I heard the same teacher, educator, saying something to another parent about, did you see the look on my face when that parent gave me that gift? Mm. I, I had to pray for my room. I threw it in the trash. This episode was produced and edited by S1G1 Productions. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. And it bothered me so much. Not, And it just bothered me because I thought I'm sending my kid to a school full of bigots. I'm sending my kid to a school that doesn't really practice what they preach. And they aren't saying, you know, they're not walking in the light that they claim that they're walking in. Because how could you question what someone else believes? Your job, if you're truly a Christian and that's what you're practicing, is to let your light shine so much that people want to know more about this thing that keeps your light shining. Mm. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, just, I literally, I mean, that did not sit well with me. I told my husband about it and I was like, we got to rethink this because I'm, I'm teaching a kid to top, have tolerance. I'm teaching her to put herself in empathy in other people's shoes. 
so that we don't have bullies and we don't have people being mean girls. Like, we're, how do you break that cycle when the people who claim that they ride for the Lord are over here teaching hate? Mm. Now, that was ugly. Mm-hmm. It was, it very, was ugly. very much so. Um, because, A, you know, giving someone something, you know, as an educator for many years, um, I'm going into year 13. So that mean like what that this is gonna be a year of hell. I surely hope not. But <laughs> you know, but um parents give things out of the kindness and goodness of their heart. I have I have literally educated um black, white, Hispanic, Filipino, um Muslim. I had some Muslim children this year, which was very different for me. Um, Cause sometimes I'll say, you know, Jesus and God don't like ugly, you know, they're like, I don't believe in God. Like it, it, you know, that was like different for me in class parties had to be, you know, the food preference has to be very different, served with a different fork, you know, but I accepted all the same. So wait um, a minute, Charlie, I just want to clarify because I know somebody's listening is going to say something crazy. You saying your Muslim students said they didn't believe in God? Uh, it, it's Allah. You, you can't say like they, they say Allah. They okay. use the name Allah. Gotcha. And some of them were stronger. This is what's funny. You want to know what's funny? Some of them were stronger um, practice-based Muslim than I am Christian. They would bring their Qurans and read, and they stuck to the Ramadan rules. So like, I was like, I could take, your teacher can take something from you. Exactly. Right? Thank because you. They were very strict. They followed what it said. Um, if they were giving up something, you couldn't tempt them with it. Like if I say I'm giving up sweets for the fast, don't bring a cupcake. Don't give me a don't. Like they were very strong in like the religious belief. And I, that's one thing I do notice about my Muslim students, which was beautiful to me. You know, but again, my eyesight is very different than the average educator. Going back to your daughter's school, the educator at your daughter's school, that was like hurtful, mean-spirited, mean girl, don't sit at the table with us, actions. Because as a parent, you're, you're actually going above and beyond to present someone with something as a token of appreciation to say thank you. And if she didn't see the gesture in that, if, even if she did throw it away, you never share it with thank anyone. You. And you do, certainly don't say what other parents can hear you, but I love what you said about your students because I think in my opinion, when you're here on this earth, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to learn from other people. So the fact that someone else had a light shining it taught you that, hey, be steadfast. There's some quality there. There's some, and I remember, and I told my mom this years and years ago, after I took world civilization in college, my whole perspective of religion changed. So much so to where, I think that's where my tolerance started. Because before that, I went to a church that was non-denominational, but very huge mega church in Dallas. Every Sunday and Monday, I was there and I was really, like that's pretty much all I knew what what I heard. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that a lot of it I was forced because I can't say I wanted to go to church every Sunday and Monday. I'm gonna be real real with y'all, but my mama was in that holy roller faith and that's what we did. And 
when I got to college, I couldn't wait to miss a Sunday, right? <laughs> I couldn't Girl, I wait know to... I did my whole first <laughs> I know, like, I didn't even pretend to get up on Sunday morning. <laughs> because I've been in church my whole life, and I just want to see what it felt like to sleep in on a Sunday morning. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it feels delicious. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will not put on airs. I am who I am. And I don't believe going to church makes you a better Christian or, or whatever. It doesn't make you any better than anybody else. Because I've seen some of the biggest devils in the world, just like I just talked about, uh, or people or human. I won't even call them devils. Well, humans are humans. And we are susceptible to being human at any moment in time. And that's just what I believe. Um, but I remember taking world civilization and learn about different religions like uh, the Muslim faith and Hindu and all these things. And most religions, believe it or not, all have the same foundation of a prophet. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So they all have the story of a prophet who basically comes to save the world, mm -hmm. even back to Greek mythology. So when I started to see that, I had questions because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a researcher. Like, if you're going to tell me something, I'm not just going to fall in line. That's, I'm going to have questions, honey. I'm going to ask lots of them. So I started reading, and I wanted to know more. Okay, so what, where did this one story come from? There has to be some, some foundation to it because everybody who was in different spectrums of the entire civilization and continent all have a base of a story of this, you know, transition or this messiah or this prophet or whatever the case may be. So that led me to believe there's some truth in there, but I also believe that it was a guide to some extent of the basic principles because most cultures have the same idea, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, you know, don't be ugly. You get what you give, karma, right? Do unto the others as they shall do unto you, as you should have them do unto you. They all have the same principles. And that led me to believe it's not my job to tell somebody what, they should or shouldn't believe in my job is to treat people how I want to be treated. And ultimately my life's motto is do unto you period. And even with my daughter, we have affirmations that I say to her every day. And one of them is I always treat people and animals how you want to be treated. Because I believe as a parent, if she doesn't remember anything else, when I'm gone from this earth, if she remembers to do unto you, then I've done my job because I know she'll be okay. You know, I, I'm one that believes that religion is about relationship. I strongly believe that. You know, because some people are like, oh, I don't go to church. I don't do this. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. You know, but I truly believe, and I, I'm going to stand on it, that God wants a relationship with you. It's not about an edifice per se, but do you trust him? Do you believe that? You know, he will do what he just what he said he would do. Um, are you, you know, are you are you ye of little faith? Or is your faith the size of a mustard seed? Because that's all he requires. He doesn't even require it to be the size of a mountain. So for me, you know, yes, I, you know, attend church regularly, but those Sundays that I don't, please believe my relationship. I'll still work on that relationship piece, the prayer, the meditation, the call up on them when I need them. I make sure that is still a heavy practice. So, you know, because when you do go to college and you take those philosophy courses, they do challenge you. You know what I mean? Especially if you grew up like, you know, like I grew up, honey, by uh, <laughs> a daughter. Wow. So, honey, I remember one time, I, I remember this at Christmas when I came home 
and they had a white, you know, Caucasian Jesus, you know, for the season. And I, I remember saying, Granny, you know, Jesus is African American. I would think I was in African American studies. And my grandmother was like, that's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, aren't you thankful you got your own mind though? Like for real? Like, like really, Granny? I'm like, Granny, my professor just said they pulled it at the they pulled it out of the Quran and they pulled it, you know, in our Bible that he, you know, had uh, feet the color brass and that his hair was like wool. Granny, it's not that many individuals on earth that got that kind of hair. Nonsense, nonsense. <laughs> and she like, hi, daddy's child, get all highfalutin, and you know how they say, oh, you educated now, huh? I'm educated now, honey. <laughs> Because I was like, you know he black. I'm like, Granny. She's like, girl, she would not. That reason for the season did not change, honey. It, it did not. And I was just like, who are, like, and even at that, I need you to identify with the man you put on your wall. You don't put the white person on your wall that you buy at the frame at Walmart. So I need you to be able to identify. And so that's one thing that I learned. <laughs> it's just about relationships. And the truth, you know what I mean? Because mm. the truth would truly set you free. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I definitely believe in relationships. I'm not, a, I'm, I, I don't go to church every Sunday. That's not, I haven't done that in a long time. And I used to go, even as an adult, I went through, even when I met my husband, that was like our thing every Sunday. Uh, when we first moved away, we looked for churches. I never could feel the fit. And for me, I'm a huge energy. Like I can feel energy. Like I can truly feel good energy and bad energy. And I'm really big on that and not allowing different types, everybody's into me. And I also believe that you can pick up other people's problems and you can pick up other things. I like to be segregated and live in a bubble. Charlie knows that. Like I really protect my space. And that's probably, in all honesty, one of the reasons why I don't attend regularly. And then another one is just, I really like to sleep on Sundays. That's the truth. I'm going to tell the truth. Uh, do I talk to God every day? Yes. All day, every day. Do I practice? Do I read? Do I research? Absolutely. Do I treat people how I want to be treated? Yes. Do I treat my daughter and teach, give her a foundation? Absolutely. Because I think she needs to be armed. Like now that I'm a parent, I'm even more so with giving her something to believe in. Cause I think that's important because I won't always be here, you know? And I think mm -hmm. that she needs to have something that she can lean on. And, but I also encourage her to not pick up ugly, ugly things. So I don't know, that's a tightrope. And I know that's probably plenty of folks rolling their eyes. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I'm just telling the truth. This is just my truth. I don't know what the right answer is. Um, and there, I mean, there were a number of reasons why I got turned off from the church. That's a whole nother way more personal, um, episode, but there were a number of things that just made me say, you know what? I think I need to really know that I believe what I believe, right? I need to be comfortable in knowing that I know that I know, and I do know that I know, you know, so that's, that's me. Well, you know, I'm going to say mine is, you know, I, I have to tell I guess I can say I'm an advocate for finding the, uh, the space that's for you. And I bet I have found. But one thing I want people to erase about the, the physical building, and I, I broke this down. You know, I would talk to anybody. You know, I would talk to a dog if it could. You know, I would talk to 
anybody. <laughs> but I was in Hobby Lobby one day and I love Hobby Lobby. And, you know, if you don't know, or people didn't know, that's a Christian store. And then they play the jazz that they play is actually hymnal. So I was singing, I think it was, oh, great, how great thou art. And so I'm singing, the lady was like, oh, what song is that? You know, we, so we just started having a conversation. And um, she told me, you know, I don't go to church. And, you know, and she started talking about how the church has turned her off. And when I broke it down to her, and I said, this is what you have to remember. The church is a hospital. It is full of sick individuals. Mm -hmm. People go because, and this is how, this is the culture of my church. We go because we need healing. We go because we need to be revived. We go like my pastor hates for you to have that pretentious air about yourself. Like this is my seat. You know, you go to those churches, like you can't sit here, can't sit with (laughs) us, you know, but like it's a hospital and everybody is in here for recovery, to be healed, to be renewed, to be revived, right? And I am definitely, we lead with, I am a sinner saved by grace. Because I'm going to sin tomorrow. I sinned last night. When I get off this podcast, I'm going to go down and probably give me a glass of wine. But and is that a sin, See, that's a whole nother. I can't stop because we're going to run out of time if I keep asking. No, it's not a <laughs> You know what? The church has made us believe that drinking is a sin. And even Jesus turned regular water into extraordinary wine. If you think about biblical times, they didn't have sodas. They didn't have Capri Suns. So we like have cast these, all of these, uh, what are these cultural, oh no's, oh no's, mm-hmm. like, you know, like even with the homosexuality and, and the transgender, like that was even in the Bible. You just said nothing new under sun. He said, don't get drunken in the spirit. Oh, but Charlie, oh my gosh. So not to, well, I did cut you off. I'm sorry. (laughs) What's up, friend? No, I just thought about an episode you had where you had uh, a sex therapist or sex educator, Goody, on your show. And she talked about uh, the the definition of fornication and how Mm -hmm. we corrupt things. And you guys got to go listen to that show. Uh, What was her name, Charlie, so they can go listen to that episode? It was in between the sheets with Goody Howard. Okay. So you guys got to go listen to it because we're running out of time and I do not want to dive into that one too deep. But I say that to say, your Bible says King James Version for a reason. Do some homework. That's all. Not saying that the, I'm not questioning the the base or foundation. All I'm saying is that when you translate something and you don't speak a language and you're trusting somebody to tell you what it says, there will never be a guarantee. Just like, I don't know. I mean, Charlie, I'm sure you remember in the early 2000s, everybody was getting tattoos and Asian uh, writing on their bodies. Remember that? That was like really cool. Back when you Cisco know, had his tattoo don't say it ain't Asian. You know, you know your friend. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like when Cisco was doing the thong song, that was uh-huh, really big. Uh-huh. And I remember telling people, you don't even know what that says. And like what just happened with Ariana Grande? She got one and it did not say what she thought it said. Translation is all I'm saying. Open your mind. Be more caring to people. And before all of our time runs out, Charlie, please let everybody know where they can follow you. Well, thank you for having me, first of all, friend, on your podcast. Like, this is a pleasure. We always have good times together. But you, you can follow this journey at charliemarcole.com. I am Charlie Marcole, C-H-A-R-L-I-E-M-A-R-C-O-L, 
on every single platform. So I would love for you to follow me. Charlie got an educator voice on. Don't play, Charlie Marco. I'll put it in the notes, y'all. Seriously, don't play. Follow Charlie. I have to charge y'all to do that. But I want to ask before our time runs out. And y'all, this is real. So I don't want y'all thinking, gosh, she just cut her off. It is real. Heck, we got time limits. You know, software. That's how this thing rolls. <laughs> but I got to know, Charlie, what area of your life are you slaying right now? Because I'm sure there's something you're slaying this week. This week, where are you slaying? I am slaying the podcast. I am getting guests lined up, um, also listening to the listeners and what they want to hear and building shows and producing because people don't think that you produce podcasts and you do and producing content that will be worthy of your ear time as you work out and drive in the car. So I definitely want to make sure I listen to the needs of the subscribers. So I'm slaying in that area right now. All right. And I am currently slaying saying no. No is a complete sentence. You know that, right? Well, hello. That's a word right there. That's a word. That's a whole, that's a whole show. Maybe we need to just talk add about it. Add it, oh. add it. No is a complete sentence. Yes. Love it. Love it. Y'all, I want you to keep your minds open. I want you to definitely send good vibes and prayers the way to the Dallas trans community and the the, the gay and, and lesbian community as well. These are definitely hard times. We are dealing with folks who, and I know Vice just had something to come out on HBO and Dallas uh, was featured because people are dying unnecessarily. You know, hate has to stop. You don't kill somebody because they are different from you. And if we see it happening and we don't say anything, we are just as bad as the person who committed the crime, period. You know, so indifference is, is, is just as bad. It's just as hurtful. So I hope that you found some kind of something in this episode. Even if you're pissed off, send me a message. If you're mad and you don't like what I said, tell me. I encourage strong communication and strong conversation. So I want to thank y'all for tuning in every week. And I do encourage you to go follow Charlie. Anybody who's on the show, you know what I say, give their feed 30 days and you will not want to give it up. So until next time, thank y'all for helping us take Brunch and Slay to the next level. I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slay. Bye.